an African story formerly produced for radio, presented and read by Richard Nichols. As afternoon rolls on and it starts to rain, all the animals take cover. A large truck pulls up at the winter's home. Bob opens the front door, walks down the path to the gate and to greet the driver. Come and see who's here, Peter, calls Bob. The young boy, now of 15 years, comes out dressed casually in a short-sleeved shirt and long, short pants that just come to his knees. With open arms, he gives his uncle Fred a big hug and runs back inside to put the kettle on the boil, as this was tradition in their family, to greet friends and family with a nice cup of hot coffee. Uncle Fred was a tall man, two years older than Bob, and as brothers they had a very strong bond, and Fred was to stay on at the farm and help now that Linda had passed away, now six months ago. He had taken out a loan as to build his cottage on the property. He also would be a shareholder in the holding company and a director as well. He lived overseas and had a good command of French and Spanish and was learning German as a fourth language and had trained as a pilot about 25 years ago. For that reason, he will be a good asset to the park. A plane is also soon to be purchased and an airstrip will be put in place soon. Peter soon makes his way into the sitting room and takes a seat near his uncle Fred. How are you getting on, my boy? asks Fred. My school is very small, but I enjoy being back home and not in a boarding school. You had no freedom at the hostel and the boys could be cruel to you, replies Peter. The phone rings and Bob is overheard, taking the call. Yes, we will be there at the office tomorrow and sign the document for the purchase of the plane. Bob puts the phone down and calls to Fred. We need to go into the office. Jim Davies has the purchase agreement to be signed and we need to make a deposit of $1.5 million by the close of business tomorrow and the balance needs to be paid next July of $3.4 million. Fred replies, I take it that this comes out of the park funds and we have a loan approved by the bank. Bob replies, yes, the loan is to start as from next month and the park will pay the instalments out of the business account and not the Wildlife Love for Animals Trust Fund. The bond for the purchase of the plane is in the name of the trust, but the park will pay and the directors will sign surety. How come the agreement is only being signed now? asked Fred as he took a puff on his pipe. Bob replies, it's only you that needs to sign. As you'll recall, I had to put this all in place after Linda passed away and made the plans for you to come on to the board of directors. But with you being out of South Africa, I had to wait for you to come back and I assured the bank that you had agreed to the terms in the way of an affidavit. You do recall signing it in London at Smith and West, asked Bob. Yes, now that you talk about it, I do remember doing that, replies Fred. Down by the river, 
sits Mr. Plus One, the puff adder, and Clip, still trying to understand Boo. You've been listening to an episode of African Story, read and written by Richard Nichols. Join me again for another exciting installment of African Story coming soon.